Alrighty, folks. This is Ramblin' Ryan Wild, and today I'm sitting down with Coach Verdell again. Coach Verdell, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Ryan. How are you? I'm doing well. Coach Verdell is the head coach for the Alpine Lady Bucks, as well as the head softball coach. And Coach, you said that softball practice is starting today? Yeah, we kick it off today. We're really excited about it. You know, I know there's been a lot of uh, anticipation um, since last year. Uh, we did a, a pretty good job last year. So um, there's the community is excited about it. The girls are excited about it. And the coaches are ready to go. Yeah, and we're also really at a pivotal point of divisional play for the Lady Bucks. Uh, yeah. They're sitting at 5-1 and one in the division, tied for first place. A little bit better than tied for first place as Stanton and Crane are both 4-1 and one and have had buys so far. Do you know who who they haven't played? Uh, I haven't really looked at the schedule that much. I kind of keep it, you know, I try not to do it until, you know, on a weekly basis. I'll look back to see who beats who, but uh, I, I don't believe they've played each other yet. I think Crane and Stanton still have to play each other. Oh, wow, that's big time. Yeah, that's going to be a big one. And, uh... I mean, looking at the second half of the schedule, we'll play away at Stanton and at home against Crane. Yes, sir. That's correct. Um, with our only loss, obviously, being to Crane so far. I mean, how do you feel about moving forward, trying to win the division? Um, we're really, really excited about it. I mean, I think uh, it, the turnaround's been great since we came back from the Christmas break. You know, all those all those games that we played over there in, in, in Caprock really benefited us coming back through. You know, we took some tough losses over there, but, but you can see the difference just in how the girls are playing. Um, as far as the division is concerned, uh, we're, we're, we're excited about getting Crane at home. You know, we always play really good ball here at home. Uh, that Stanton one's always going to be a tough one just because it's in Stanton. And then of course that, that Kermit one, but we got to take care of Presidio first, you know, this week, you know, on Tuesday first, we don't want to look ahead from that. We we go game by game. Yeah. And what, what's your outlook on that game? Uh, well, we handled them pretty, you know, we handled them over there in Presidio, you know, uh, we were up uh, by 20 or 25 at one point and we ended up beating them, beating them by about 15, I believe. Um, we, we definitely won't go in there thinking that we got the game one. We know we have to work for every game. Every game is going to be a dogfight in district, you know, so, uh, we're, we're preparing right now. You know, we prepared yesterday. Um, uh, we'll prepare again on Monday and we'll, we'll get ready to, to, to face off against them at home. Uh, it should, it should be an exciting game. Yeah, and we, we're talking about those away games. I mean, Kermit was a, a tough battle, and Kermit might be 3-2 yeah. and two in the division, but playing them away as well as Stanton, I mean, how tough is it to travel on the road here? It's it's tough. You know, it's it's very tough. It's, as similar as it is for, tough, for teams to come and play here in Alpine, it's tough. You know, but uh, away games for us are, you know, they're, they're, they're very tough. The district's uh, a competitive district this year. And, you know, when you go to somebody else's house, you know, it's it's always it's always tough to go pull out, pull out wins. Yeah, and just those home games, when I'm calling the games, I'm having to sit right there with the away yeah. team. Yeah, I know. They, I, they start lighting up the referees, especially that Kermit game. There was a fan <laughs> that was ejected during it. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, so how well do the Bucks travel and, and will those away sections – I mean, from what I've seen, we don't really get rowdy like – like Kermit did against us um, on those away games and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, how do, how well do the Bucks fans travel? The Bucks fans travel really well. Uh, they they do travel really well. You know, um, um, they they're they're passionate about the game just like you know all other fans are. You know, they're passionate about the game, and of course everybody 
everybody's gonna have a different outlook when they're up there in the stands looking at stuff you know and 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 they they can get on officials the same the same as, as as other teams can you know it's just you know we just have to be really careful about how we perceive ourselves when we go away you know so i think it it starts it starts on the floor with myself you know how i how I uh, how I compose myself out there. If I compose myself the way you know I should be doing it, then it follows over to the girls, and then it follows over to the fans. You know, it's it's all about it's all about just building that culture. You you know, win or lose, you always want to make sure that you walk away um, knowing that you know that you had the best attitude. You know, you had, you go you showed the great sportsmanship out there. You know, uh, that that's the kind of culture that that as me as a coach, I know that's the kind of culture that I've always tried to bring a disciplined culture. But at the same time. You know, we want to make sure that we're winning and losing the right way. Yeah, and playing those referees is kind of kind of a key aspect of the game, too. Absolutely, yeah. So those vocal fans, I mean, are helpful in a way. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's it it can definitely benefit, but it can definitely hurt you too at the same time. You know, it just depends on you know how how the flow of the game's going. You know, um, but again, you know, uh, you know. If you if you watch the games, you know every chance that I get, I'm talking to an, I'm talking to officials, and you know, I'm asking them about calls and and just trying to you know trying to not sway them to our side, but you know just make sure that everything's getting called the same across the board. You know it's 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 you know the lack of officials that we have in the state is is really bad. So you have to you have to be very careful about you know how you go about you know talking to officials and and your and your composure and how you control the games and and. Because there is, you know, UIL has a three-strike rule, or the Tassel Associates has a three-strike rule. If you get, you know, if you, if you get three ejections within a season, you know, um, they can refuse to to actually come and officiate any games, and we don't get to play. So, I mean, it's all about just, you know, composure. You still want to be able to work officials. You still want to be able to control the game to the best of your abilities. And you always, always, and I know I always will, I always protect the girls. If it's something that's just outright, just, you know, just blatant, then I'm also, I'll, I'll step up and I'll always protect the girls. But at the same time, you want to try to, you know, hold your composure as much as you possibly can and, and be as professional as you possibly can. Yeah, and with me being right there amongst the away fans and having a heavy buck favored kind of broadcast, just yelling it right into their ears. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to try and move away from them. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you. We 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 definitely need to uh, try to do a better job of getting you set up somewhere else uh, on that court. That it, it puts you right there in a tough position too, because it's you know you're right on top of those those uh, those away fans, you know. So so uh, we'll work on that, Ryan. We'll try to get you a better spot. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, so one thing I've noticed is your starting lineups and, and kind of the min- minutes you give the girls does feel really matchup based. Uh, I remember there was one game where I think Colette folks played the entire game. Right. right. Um, yeah. That was that was Stanton, right? Uh, Torneal. Torneal. Uh, yeah. Torneal. Torneal was that game that she played. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm sorry. Yes, it was Stanton. It was then that she did play, and it's and it's a uh, it is a matchup base. I have to I have to look at you know I have to look at you know what the other team has and what their strengths are, and we we have to do our best defensively to scheme that up and try to make sure that you know I have the players out there that are best for our defensive scheme. Now that doesn't mean I'm not going to rotate people in. Of course, we're going to rotate people in. You know, I try to to get them as much playing time as I possibly can. But uh, defensively, even offensively, you know, um, I I trust everybody that I have on there. You know they're they're gonna get out there. They're gonna do their jobs. You know they trust each other on the floor. Uh, you know as you can see, the team chemistry has been really good out there, really good out there. So, so absolutely, yeah. It's it's always a it's always a matchup scheme. Yeah, and I think both teams do a really good job of top down getting everybody on the roster some key minutes. Um, you and the guys. 
One thing I noticed, uh, Ali was in foul trouble this most recent game. What was that kind of like navigating that? Well, you know, it's it's always difficult, especially, you know, so, um, you know, Ali, Ali Maroney and, and Nova Crosco are my two seniors this year. Um, and, and I'm going to tell you right now, they've done an excellent job this season of just leading the team. So when they're not on the floor, I mean, it's it's just difficult to navigate a little bit, you know. Um, so when they get in foul troubles, you know, we're we're – I'm actually pretty fortunate that, you know, the girls that I got coming off the bench are able to come in and, and step up and, and play the way they do when they do get in foul trouble. But when Ali got in foul trouble the other night, you know, um, you know, again, Colette's been big. You know, Colette stepped in and did, 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 has done the things that she needs to do when she's out there. So I have no, you know, when we get in that situation, I have no words about, you know, replacing somebody out there. Yeah, and you always talk about the transition game being a major part of y'all's yeah. ball game, and yes, sir. it was it was a key advantage for y'all really early on. But you guys just weren't making the open shots. Uh, what was that like? <clears throat> yeah, well, it's it, it was frustrating not only for me, but you know when we went in at halftime to talk to the girls, the girls were frustrated with it too because you know they they know what we do in practice. They know that you know seventy five percent of our practice is transition and and making layups and making block shots because we know that that that's what transfers over into our game. So. It was frustrating at the beginning of the game, you know. Um, I, I, I try to keep them as positive as I possibly can, you know. Um, I, you know, I told you last time the girls have a green light to shoot when whenever they're open, so I don't really, you know, nag on it a whole lot. I just tell them, hey, we have to make easy shots. We got to make easy layups. We got to make easy baskets because that's how we win games. Yeah, and you guys are facing up against um, Presidio, and I just kind of going around through the rotation of the division the second time is how different is your strategy or game plan going to be when you face those teams? So <clears throat> when we come into the second half of the district, it's always it's always a challenge because, you know, you've already played that team once. You know, they're going to have film on you. Um, they're going to know what you do. Uh, they're going to prepare for you. But at the same time, so do we. You know, um, I know that each team's going to throw something different at us. You know, we just got to be prepared to adjust as much as we possibly can. And I'm fortunate that, you know, the girls that I have are very coachable. Uh, when we need to make adjustments, they're they're good about making adjustments. You know, um, the procedural matchup coming up, you know, uh, I don't see I don't see a whole lot changing as far as my defensive uh, defensive scheme. Um, I know I talked to you about this last time, but um, we're just not going to sit back in a zone no more. We're gonna we're going to we're gonna man people up. We're gonna pressure the ball um, as much as we possibly can. It doesn't matter who we're playing. You know, sometimes it can it can affect us. You know, when we have uh, playing teams that have bigger girls. You know, you saw that with Stan, but the girls have done a really good job of adjusting to you know what we call digging on those bigger girls, getting in and making sure we're double teaming when they get the ball. So um, I don't see us having to make a big adjustment defensively. Um, the the adjustment we'll have to make is offensively because I don't think he's going to come out or any team's going to come out and play as defensively they would have the first half. They're going to try to do something to to stop our transition game. And um, we just have to make sure that, you know, that when we get the rebound, we're running the court as fast as we can. You know, you know, I told you last time we're, we want to shoot the ball within 12 seconds, and we've done a really great job every time we touch the ball. I think this last game that we played, uh, the last couple of games we played, we are, we're actually averaging shooting the ball um, about every eight seconds or so. So, I mean, it's getting better and better and better. So, so I don't see any uh, really big defensive schemes, but offensively uh, we'll definitely have to work on some offensive stuff. Yeah, and we've talked about how young your team is and getting those key varsity minutes in the first half of the season. Uh, I think young people kind of getting those minutes will, the experience is a little bit more valuable. 
and they can kind of pick it up a little bit faster. So that second half of the season with the young squad, I mean, are you excited? I'm excited, you know, and and that's what the preseason for us too. You know, uh, a a lot of people look at it and say, well, you lost so many games. It it really doesn't matter. (laughs) And it don't matter until you get to district and you make that run in the playoffs. And that's what what it's about. We try to get that rotation in there as much as we possibly can. So these girls that are coming off the bench are able to go on there and step up and, and be just like if they were starters out there. So, um, I've been, like I said, I've been fortunate that, you know, that the girls accept their roles and, and, and they know what their roles are. And when they get in there, they do their jobs. So, but it's been a big, big advantage for us, you know, uh, as far as me being able to get a lot of playing time at the beginning, during the preseason, you know, even into the first half of district, you know, some of those games when we get, you know, when it gets, you know, a little bit out of reach, you know, um, I'm able to get, uh, girls in there and get them quality playing time with, you know, with, with all the all the girls out there you know i try not to i i, I, I try not to ever place replace five on five you know i want to go one sub here two subs here maybe three at the most and keep a couple of starters out there because they got to feel that continuity and that chemistry so when they do get in there when we do sub one-on-one nothing changes yeah and talking about that overall record when i when i logged into max preps today and to download this information, I was like, that cannot be right. Cause I mean, I've only seen y'all in district play and y'all are lights out. Uh, yes, sir. So, so I mean, it's, it's wonderful that you guys are yes, showing sir. up and competing in district yes, play. Sir. Well, I, I'm going to tell you that district, that, that record, that overall record, uh, there's two things that happened and we talked about it just a while ago. Two things that happened, of course, um, you know, we, we want to get girls playing time all the time, but the two things that happened with that, with that one is that we're playing tough teams. You know, we're playing tough teams. You know, I, I try to, I try to make my schedule as hard as I possibly can, you know, up until the district time because that's what's going to carry you through district and into the playoffs. And then, of course, you know, number two, uh, we did have some, you know, about a three or four week period there where we had four girls with ankle injuries in and out. So that definitely made a difference in some of those games. But it also helped out because, as you can see, some of the girls who had to step up now are able to do that. So uh, I know what the district record says. And, uh, you know, as a coach, I've always I've always told everybody who asked me, you know, you can be you can be 0-20, but it doesn't matter. Once you start district and once you get the playoffs, that's what it's all about. Yeah, there's no banners in the gym that that's show right. Cap Rock tournament right. champion. That's exactly right. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, and, and another thing to note is, I mean, some of those teams are four A, uh, yeah, in big time cities. And yeah, we played we played some big four A teams, but I'm gonna tell you right now, we played some some one A and two A teams that are that are deep run playoff teams. You know, uh, you know, we played some teams that that even though they're a smaller school district, you know, when you get and that's the reason I like to go to the Cap Rockets because you know Panhandle they live and breathe basketball up there it's all about basketball on the girls side you know so you're going to see no matter who you face up there you're pretty much going to see great quality competition regardless of the class the, the classification that you're playing so um that makes a big difference yeah and we talked about it last time the point differential isn't uh i mean with i don't want to harp on that overall record too much but at 7 and 14 with those tournament uh, uh, appearances, but the point differential is eight fifty eight to one ten fifty. I mean, that's not no, egregious I, at all. Yeah, we're not losing. I mean, we're not losing games by a whole lot. You know, uh, even those those bigger teams that we're playing. I think we had one game that we played um, against uh, against Borden County, who 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 blew us out. But everybody else that we played, I mean, we're within that 10, 15, 12 point range when we're losing games. So we're still competing with them. That's that says a whole lot about it. Even though the the record doesn't show it, you know, it says a whole lot about what this team can do. Yeah. Uh, just to kind of wrap it up, do you have anything else you want to talk about or anything you want to say to the 
to the fans or about the girls moving forward? Uh, sure. I mean, for the fans, I mean, we just appreciate, you know, the fan base that comes out and watches the girls. You know, they're, they're, they're very supportive here in Alpine. You know, they, they always come out and they always back the girls, you know. Um, I, I'll, I'll, you know, I, I did a little deal for the newspaper today that I sent out that will come out on Thursday. And, and all I can tell you is, you know, watching the girls' growth from where we started – this year to where it is now, you know, it's, it's, it's a big, it's a big, big differential. You can, you can actually really see it and having such a young team, um, is it's exciting for the future because, you know, these girls are, are freshmen are getting to play freshmen and sophomores that are playing a majority of the playing time at a varsity level, which was going to transfer. Imagine when they're junior, juniors and seniors, you know, it's just, it, it makes a big, big difference. You know, JV's JV, uh, JV games are always great because you get to get playing time and in, but the speed, and the physicality of, of between the JV and varsities, it's it's night and day. You know, if you bring a JV up, a player up, and they and they actually play in, in the varsity game, they'll, they'll they'll right away their eyes get real big. They're like, man, this is faster. This is this is more physical. So it's definitely been a been a, pl- been a plus. You know, I'm just I'm just happy that you know the girls have bought in. You know, they not not particularly just buying into me, but they've bought into each other they've bought into our program philosophy and they brought it they, they've bought into trusting each other on the, on the floor so it's been an exciting year and i can't wait to to see how it all turns out at the end yeah and thank you so much for coming on today coach um we have a couple more home games left we'll be announcing those over the radio uh but make sure you come out whenever the bucks are playing at home and support support the squad as we talked about earlier uh getting a bunch of home fans in there to support the team helps not only the players, but the referees. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, it does. <laughs> All righty. Uh, thank you so much, Coach. Have a great day. Yes, sir. Thank you, Ryan.